Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, and reveal some conspiracy theories and conclude with our own hypothesis. I like phrase that really bizarrely. I'm <laughs> I put the just wrong words. Yeah, They're just words. Wrong <laughs> emphasis on the wrong syllable. I am Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And as you know oh, okay. now, that's <laughs> all, folks. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> um, who are our patrons for today? We have Jessica, and I think it's just Jessica this week. Welcome, wow. Jessica. Jessica, you're you're more than Jessica Simpson. For us. Jessica Simpson. Uh, tomorrow we are recording a Patreon episode with the oh, yeah. John Tenney on remote viewing. I don't really know what that is exactly okay so it's like we talked about it in um some of our episodes on like the cia and things like that um but it's like where they uh and it also i think it was also like in the men who stare at goats episode oh okay okay it's like when you'd be in a room and someone would be like closing their eyes and they'd be like visualizing another space and psychically knowing um, either what was going on in that space or what that space looked like. For example, I think they were trying to use it uh, in the government to figure out what other um, army bases like look like or oh, like enemy territories okay. look like and things like that. John is going to have us explain it to us more in depth tomorrow yeah. and then have you and I do some remote viewing. Um, I don't know what, maybe like where he is or something, and then he'll tell us how correct we are. So we'll his bedroom. see. Yeah, his bedroom. He's, he's just okay, naked John. in his bedroom. Uh, are your clothes on the floor? Yeah. So we'll see if you and I are psychic and how accurate we are, and that is going to be a Patreon Ooh, I can't video. Wait. So get excited for that. Today's a doozy, folks. Our episode today is on Teal Swan. She's been in the cultural zeitgeist for a while, but especially now. She is a self-help guru 
and a possible cult leader. She's seen presently in the freeform documentary series, The Deep End, which can be watched on Hulu. It's four episodes. It's so good. If you haven't watched it, it is required viewing. It is, first of all, it's just shot beautifully. Like whoever did the cinematography on it, it's like shot like a TV show. And it's it's so, the quality is so good. It's incredible. Uh, we'll talk later. Teal has released a video saying that the editing, she got a quote unquote bad edit. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you can't edit a personality. But I talked to some people about what ba- a bad edit means. Um, sure. So we'll discuss we'll discuss that and the relevance of that. There's also a, a one episode Vice. Oh yeah, a Vice episode on her. On I can't remember what the show is called. It's also on Hulu, and I'm sure the Vice Network. But the sources for today's episode include that Hulu documentary, The Deep End. There's an amazing Gizmodo podcast called The Gateway. Oh, yeah. There's a YouTube channel called Teal Swan Exposed. Uh, That's great. And I also watched a documentary on Gaia, which is a subset of Amazon Prime. You have it's all new age stuff on Amazon Prime. You have to pay eleven ninety nine a month to get it. So I have to remind myself oh. to uh, cancel that subscription. And a fan, <laughs> you won't. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna quote unquote cancel that subscription. <laughs> right. But a fan made a documentary on her, and I watched that as well. And it's obviously a favorable, oh. a favorable documentary on her. Right. Trigger warnings for this episode: it includes sexual abuse, suicide. Uh, self-harm, cult stuff. Everything. Honestly, everything. Yeah, trigger abuse, uh, trigger warnings, everything. So if you are sensitive to that stuff, maybe this is not the episode for you. I don't even know where to begin because... There's so much, there's so much stuff about her. It's crazy. And I've been in such a teal swan K-hole for the past three days. You have been. And it's hard because I'm not going to lie. We have similarities in our belief systems and paths and stories. Sure. Some of what she says at the root, I believe, makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. As does I think... That's how they get you. Right. As does I think most self-help cults and things that go awry like even with nexium i think Uh that some of the core of their practices is relevant and does have a therapeutic or psychological basis but then i think whenever there's a practitioner that says i have all the answers or i yeah or i am the authority or i know more about your life than you do or I am I cannot be wrong. That is when problems and red flags, like you said, start to arise. Mm-hmm. Or when they start asking for a lot of money for things. Oh, yeah, exactly. When things <laughs> begin to be monetized, I believe that yeah. that's an issue as well. The extrasensory stuff that we'll get into as well also creates an issue Yeah, uh, and there's some things that she does, which psychologically and and scientifically have been proven to have detrimental effects. I will say, because when I started getting into her and started, uh, not getting into her, started researching her. I was yeah, when I first pro teal yeah, Um When I first started researching her, I was like, these are some things that I have that I practice myself and that I believe, Mm -hmm. but then like her ego gets in the way and she goes an extra, it's right up to minute three. And then at three minutes, 30 seconds, she says something crazy and then it goes off kilter, you know? Yeah. Um, It really takes a dark turn like quickly. Yeah. So if you watch her videos and at first you start being like, this makes sense to me, know that it's the whole picture that, creates some wrongdoing. So who is Teal Swan? What is her upbringing? Her her born name is Mary Teal Bosworth. She was born June 16th, 1984. Hold on. What zodiac sign is June 16th? 
Wait, what? Today's June 14th. Her birthday. Oh, birthday episode. Oh, Teal Swan. She's a Gemini. I what does feel that like mean? That's like the bad one. <laughs> oh, that's the sorry. bad zodiac sign. <laughs> that's when uh, the the Gemini is the twins. So that's usually uh, the sign that like you have like a dual personality. Oh, or there's like two very like fractured Yikes. sides to you. If you're a Gemini and you're a fan of us and you're listening, that does not apply to you. You're different. Uh, Paisley. Oh, Paisley, Paisley Gray. Yeah. So Her Paisley. birthday is Saturday. Paisley's a good Gemini. She's uh, a good Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Hashtag Paisley. not all Geminis. She was born in Santa Fe, New Mexico, but she was raised in Utah. Since she was a child from the age of three years old, she claimed clairsentience, clairaudience, clairvoyance, meaning she could hear things otherworldly things see otherworldly things feel other feel the emotions of others um like extreme empathy basically she says she has a photographic memory she claimed that she could see other otherworldly like creatures from other dimensions when she was a child and that no one else could see them she says she has access to the akashic records which is basically um, people believe that it's the thoughts and feelings that ev- every every thought and feeling that has ever happened and ever will happen. Wow. So she believes that she has access to this. <laughs> okay. um, she also says that she is a medical savant. Oh, what that means, I don't even know. But she she's not saying she's a medical clairvoyant which some are medical psychic um which some people believe they can sense what's wrong with you medically <laughs> like dogs yeah dogs smell, smell cancer, cancer. <laughs> i had a hairdresser who once said she could smell cancer and i never went to her again because i was like she's gonna smell something on me one day yeah, and i'm never I gonna come back <laughs> yeah i don't i don't want to know um i think she claims that she can learn things about medicine like and diagnose then, people she basically has WebMD and thinks she can Diagnose right. people. I mean, I think I'm a medical savant. Like, I look on WebMD and I'm like, I have it. Yeah, yeah. I'm but a doctor as well. I'm a doctor. Yeah, you, know, you texted me earlier, Dr. Seton. I think she also believes, though, that she could perform like surgery if she Probably. had to. I, I, she go, I think she goes that far. She claims, um, that she was a childhood model, that she was, uh, discovered at a horse store, which I guess they have in Utah. (laughs) A horse store. A horse store. (laughs) She was signed as a model and alleges that she traveled the world making money as a model as a child and a teen. Right. She has a model mayhem profile. Yes. But there's no evidence or photos. Right, there are no like professional photos anywhere. The only photos that are that there are of her are like lingerie photos right. that your friend would take of you. you right. Know? Like local photographers in Utah. Like yes. trade for pics. Yeah, like when a guy messaged you on Instagram and is like, I would like to take some photos of you, and then you go to his house and he takes weird bikini shots of you and he puts them up on their Instagram. Yeah. Like those are the only yeah. quote unquote modeling <laughs> photos that exist yeah. of Teal Swan. Though she claims that she was a model who traveled the world and made money. I mean, she could, she for sure could work as a model. She's very striking. Yeah, she's very striking. She also claims that she uh, was going to pose for Playboy, although there's no. Oh, right. I read that too. Yeah. There's no, yeah. There's no proof of that. Uh, she went to therapy all throughout her childhood because of all her special abilities, but said that it never worked. She also allegedly was sent to. I believe it was China to work with a Qigong master uh, who only worked with quote unquote special children who also had extrasensory abilities. Qigong. Like 11 in Stranger Things. I was like, she was what? She was sent to Hogwarts? Like, this is bizarre. (laughs) She went to Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Her story is just so fantastical. And there's so many parts that are fantastical that it's just like. What? It doesn't line up. The the, the storyline like doesn't it. line up. Qi Gong is similar to like Tai Chi or martial arts, um, oh. but it's like a movement of energy. Um, 
You can Google it. It's some people use it as like an exercise or kind of like a meditation. Anyway, so she claims that she she went to this special school. The most interesting part and the part that shaped her whole career is that she claims she suffers. She suffered 13 years of satanic ritual abuse throughout her childhood and escaped when she was 19 years old from two different cults, a satanic group and a blood covenant group. Cool. Let's get into that. Again, incredible sympathy for anyone who has gone through this. And obviously, this is a a real thing that existed. However, Mm -hmm. this was uh, during the satanic panic. Uh, Right. Her diary entries from this time have no um, mentions of any of this. And these, these are things that she quote unquote, remembered after she started working with a therapist who we will get into in a bit. Barbara. Yeah, Barb, who's problematic. So as we talked about, uh, Teal claims that she was a special child and her family didn't really know what to do with her. So allegedly a family, well, not allegedly, this apparently was true. Her parents talked about this in... Her parents right. were actually interviewed in the in the Gaia documentary. A family friend took her under his wing, would meet with her sometimes. Um, the frequency is obviously up for debate. Her parents acknowledge this. He's never named, although there's a police report uh, that she has oh. filed about him that I could not find, but it has gone cold and it was never oh. substantiated. I wonder... Why it, she never pursued it? I mean, there's many reasons why you don't pursue things like that, but I think there was never enough evidence why. for them to actually do anything right. about it. Yeah, that's hard to prove that stuff. Yeah. So Teal claims that this family friend had multiple personality disorder and psych- uh, psychopathy. He allegedly was also a veterinarian and was well liked and powerful in the community. Ew. My first question is, if you're a psychopath with multiple personality disorder, obviously untreated, and this man will come to know is obvious is also in a satanic cult, you can't control if you're un if you're untreated multiple personality disorder. So it's surprising to me that he would be of such high standing in the community and have a full time job and be powerful and well liked while also having multiple personality disorder and being a psychopath untreated. Yeah, maybe he hid it really well. I don't, how can you, I don't think it's, um, it's not like a choice though. Right. So I don't know how you can hide. Yeah. uh, From what I know. Multitasker. Yeah. (laughs) A real Renaissance man. Yeah. So she claims that, this man was in a satanic cult among with others in the community that he would drug her with ketamine and rape her, that he would chase her into the forest and hunt her down. And if she, quote unquote, won, that she would get a prize. And if he, quote unquote, won or caught her, that he would rape her and cut into her. Uh, that's God. yeah. That sometimes she would be hogtied and forced into either the basement or into. I think she said it was like a four by six hole in the ground and forced to stay oh there for a while. This is horrible. I sent you a clip. We can play it in a second. She said once she was sewed into a corpse and he forced her sewed. Into a corpse. Sewed into a corpse and forced to have sex with it (sighs) as the corpse's genitalia was erect due to rigor mortis. No. (laughs) Yeah. So no, I know you play play the clip I sent you real quick. This is from a documentary of her explaining some of the ritualistic abuse. Eight years old, he ended up sewing me into a body and leaving me there for about 12 hours. 12 hours. The body was in rigor mortis. His penis was completely erect. So he also had me perform 
sex with this body. And oh. so I'm having sex with this corpse, and he's getting off on it. Like, by this point, he had taken the knife and taken a huge slice of this guy's leg off. Of his, ah. his muscle and was just chewing on it. No, like jerky. Cannibalistic as well. So he was chewing on this this raw piece. He never cooked it, by the way. He was into raw stuff. I was not prepared for how unready people would be for that. Well, this is the veterinarian guy. This is the veterinarian. What the fuck? And he did not. He did not steal her. Like she would do this stuff, and then like she would be returned to her parents. Oh, uh, it's like that one. Do you remember the one documentary where like the family friends would like take the kid and like, would like abuse her, and then like eventually seduce the parents? Oh, yes, plain, yeah, abducted yeah, yeah. in plain sight. In plain sight. Yes, but I don't yeah. think there was a there was a ritual. No, there was no satanic, there was satanic um, cannibalism. Um, she also claimed that the veterinarian killed five children. Oh, and that the satan that she witnessed, and that the satanic group itself killed seven. <sighs> but these are all repressed memories. Yeah, brought back up by Barb. By Barb, this therapist who we'll get into at the height of the satanic. At panic. the height of the satanic panic. My question is, if all these kids were killed in a small town, it seems like that would be known. Yeah, there's no... Yeah, like, who are they? Why was there no huge they? investigation about all these right. kids who were being killed? She, it would seem like she would be a huge star witness. This would be a gigantic deal. Yeah. She continues to say, uh, he had me carving ritual symbols into the dead bodies of the children. Ugh. At one point, she says that she would, that they would kill children and then throw them onto a fire. Ugh. Which is interesting because in the freeform Hulu documentary, if you remember, she does repressed memory therapy with her assistant. And the assistant. Oh all of a sudden has a memory of children going into the fire children into the f oh that's right yeah and a lot of her oh, childhood memories echo the memories that teal had as a child oh i didn't even put that together that's weird so a lot of these memories that these a lot of the memories during the satanic panic that were recovered by therapists or other people were all the same which is right. a little suspect. Yeah. So Teal claims that her the reason she wasn't killed is because her purpose in this cult group was of the Oracle. She was oh. being raised to become something called the Pythia, which was a top female position in the group. Apparently, the cult's goal was to raise an Oracle child to become this Pythia like a psychic channel to the other world. She said that she would put her hands on people and they would experience healings. And so she was being, I guess, raised or kind of groomed by this cult to be an oracle figure. Okay. That being said, that seems like a kind of revered position. So it's surprising to me that they would put her in a whole hog tied or and make her have sex with corpses and rape her right. and hunt her down if they're training her to be this top female position in the cult. To me that's Suspect. a that's a conflicting <laughs> idea. Yeah. Okay. She also says that she was forced into sex work. She says the veterinarian would take her to the gas station and in the bathroom he would excuse me if this is the wrong terminology he would pimp her out all day to up to eight men in a day force her and this is in her childhood and her ad adolescence force her to have sex with them oh. again if he was um a veterinarian and esteemed in the community and made a good living it, why was he doing this um, he was he was under the spell of Satan. Yeah, apparently. Um, she said that he, she had two forced abortions with veterinary equipment. Oh. She was had to do ritual bleeding where they would cut her and then bleed her into a chalice. And then I guess they would do spells or something with it. They 
made her do electro shock therapy. And this was all during her adolescence. And then she would go back home and do do her modeling, then go to school. She has said before that she got straight A's in school and graduated when she was 16 years old. She did ballet. She obviously showed signs of depression, but there was... Oh, there was something on her blog about being on a ski team. Like She wanted to be an Olympic skier, too. Or she said she placed fourth in some sort of competition, but then like when they contacted like the competition, they're like, no, she wasn't oh, that really? good. Interesting. Yeah. There's this weird dichotomy of she's this traveling model through her childhood. She's playing sports. She's a straight A student who suffers from dep- depression. She says that she had attempted suicide in her childhood. She's living with her parents, but then also is the oracle in these satanic cults getting routinely <laughs> routinely raped and abused. Where did she have the time for all this? That's yeah, I, I mean, I don't have the time to do anything. So this is this is what she says her childhood was. Yeah. At 19 okay. years and also she says throughout this time that she's being routinely drugged on ketamine and is Right. And, Ketamine's crazy. Yeah. I did it once. Oh, boy. Yeah, I, I I have heard that it's insane. So eventually, at age 19, she escapes this cult. She says that she's super drugged out on ketamine. She gets in her car at this... I mean, I guess she's at the veterinarian's house. Her car is there. She gets in her car on the ketamine or on whatever drug she's on, and she drives three hours away to a man named Blake's house, who she had met only twice before casually. And Blake is the same Blake in the documentary. Yeah, yeah. and Blake is, to this day, if you watch the documentary, they they end up dating and breaking up, but they he becomes kind of the... Her, uh, uh, not assistant, but like right, right right-hand hand man. man. Yeah, he, yeah. he helps live develop together. her company. They work together for like 18 years, I mean, and live yeah. together. They... Yeah. So this man who she meets twice, she ends up escaping this cult that night drives to his house and then they're together ever since. Bizarre origin story and some think like, is this made up to kind of create the foundation of her? That's crazy. I didn't realize that that's how they met or that's how she says they met. Yes. Yeah. And then and then from there, they start. I think it, she said, you know, within a few weeks, they start filming their you know, ask teal videos um, and putting them on YouTube. So here we've we've alluded to this a few times. Barb. Barb. <laughs> Barb. It turns out that the therapist that Teal went to is actually a central figure in this satanic ritual abuse moral panic in Utah in the 1980s and early 1990s and she was teal swan's therapist in the early 2000s and she also she went on probation right in 2008 to avoid litigation for violating codes of professional conduct and ethical principles defined by the national association of social workers the state alleged that Snow had convinced her relatives that they were victims of satanic ritual abuse and military testing, and that she had also fabricated notes from her sessions. Snow admitted to destroying her relative's computer with a baseball bat. <laughs> and she was up to no good. She's obsessed with the satanic panic. I feel like she's just trying to convince people. Yes. That the satanic panic, they're just like all being... Uh-huh. And she had she had many clients, and she also was used uh, uh, testified on oath uh, on oath. She testified on uh, under oath under oath. <laughs> so I still have like COVID brain, where sometimes I just like forget words <laughs> yeah, and forget words how to say. Yeah, I never forget how to say sentences. <laughs> she was used as a what is it called when you're used- witness? Yes, thank you. She- <laughs> This is why we need two uh, people for the podcast. She was used as a witness for all these cases where children were saying that they were abused. And then it turned oh. out that she had, and then a video had come out of her 
you know, working with the kids and it was all leading questions and right. all these tactics that later, you know, these cases were overturned because they were like, you basically just implanted these memories into these kids. That's fucked up. Yeah. So Barb, in collaboration with her real name is Barbara Snow, but Barbara Barb, Snow. Feel, yeah, Barb <laughs> feels good. In collaboration with this woman, Tina Sorensen, Snow developed a framework for identifying four stages children go through when disclosing sexual abuse. According to Barb and Tina, the first stage is denial, where a child claims the abuse did not happen. Interesting. And then it's tentative and active are the next two stages. And then the final stage is reaffirm, where they reassert that the abuse actually did happen. So that's what they say the stages of abuse are. However... In 1990, Tina and Barb author a major academic article called Ritualistic Child Abuse in Your Neighborhood Setting. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Which is essentially- Are there child abusers in your <laughs> yeah. neighborhood tonight at six? six? Yeah. So essentially, they say uh, the study attributes the difficulty of detection in part to disassociation and repression of memories and victims. They're saying that the reason the reason that these kids don't remember being satanic and ritually abused is because of disassociation and repression. Disassociation disassociation is real and repression of memories is real. It's something your body blacks out severe trauma in order for you to keep Mm -hmm. living your life. And that's something that we'll talk about later in terms of Teal's methods it feels like Barbara was like exploiting that though, was like every single kid yes. has repressed memories. Yes. And, like, that doesn't exist. Uh, that doesn't get created in everyone in a vat. Yeah. That's not just because you're having a little bit of conflict, maybe with your family, or maybe right. you have some sort of form of depression that does not necessarily mean you have disassociation and repression of memories. So right. she was taking that concept and applying it to everything because she mm-hmm. had this belief in this satanic panic, which she does still believe she believes in. She wrote in 2018, she believes in multidimensional child abuse sex rings. Like, what does that even mean? Like, multidimensional? Like alien, alien abuse sex rings? I don't know what that means. Huh. Medical time traveling, time traveling, Bigfoot sex abusers, medical and military sponsored mind control, commercial pornography, and domestic sex. Basically, she's QAnon. She's QAnon. Yeah. She's Q. (laughs) Barb. So, yeah, she's Barb's Q. So, after Teal started working with Barb, she had, she, had all these memories of being ritualistically abused. This created the foundation of all of her spiritual work. And she started developing this YouTube where she was like, I want to start working with other people who have probably been through this. Like, I think that I, I have the answers and I have all the answers. And she's also been told her whole life that like, she's, she suffers from this like delusions of grandeur and terminal uniqueness. You know, she's like, I can talk to aliens. I have access to all the information in the world. You know, I see auras. I'm special. And I've been through all this stuff. I can, I, I can help others. So there was a crazy part in the documentary where I think her name is Sabrina who kept coming to Teal's. um, Oh yeah. Things. And Teal would tell her like your parents hate you your parents don't love you and she and Sabrina was like well I know it's true because Teal said it and Teal is ESP yeah she was like she's like I "I didn't know my parents hated me but Teal's psychic so she knows so she knows and I was like oh no yeah no (laughs) and that's part of Teal's thing is and you'll see in her inner circle is she convinces everyone around her that her parent that their parents hate them and that they should never talk to their parents again um so that Teal becomes their new family and Teal becomes their higher power as a cult tactic. Yeah, absolutely. Ostracizing you from and it's emotion. It's emotional abuse at its even if she's not a cult, like at its at its 
right limit at its fundamental level it's like emotional abuse yeah whether or not she realizes it it's like she's taking all her personal issues and projecting it onto everyone yeah it's so crazy watching it yeah so weird this is like not important but i just think it's interesting she's been married three times or it might be four times i could only find three it was four i think it's four too but i could only find three all while living with blake yes and blake's been engaged like three times too it's insane um she's been married to mark scott sardeep swan ali ale jikwao maybe that's french i don't know (laughs) Ali G. Ali G. She married to Ali G. Uh, and the fourth one is Borat. Um, she has a son named Winter who is like loosely, Winter Swan. Yeah, Winter Swan, who's loosely featured in the documentary, but is prominently featured in this one on Gaia, which is like a fan documentary. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he, she says that he has a crystal aura and has inherited all of her gifts. Um, oh no this this kid is this gonna have a weird kid. ass life fuck i know quick break for announcements web crawlers has a patreon to get access to bonus episodes like the one we talked about with john shout outs merch discounts please go to patreon.com slash web crawlers it's as little as two dollars a month or as little as twenty four dollars for the entire year if you want to throw us a bone and become part of that community Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us raise to the charts, mostly in South Korea. Raise to the charts, (laughs) if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. Uh, We mostly only chart in South Korea, but you never know. We do. We went up like 98 spots in South Korea. I got that. I was in the car with my parents, and I was like, we're like 98 in South Korea. And he's like, what are you in? My dad was like, what are you in America? And I was like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Top 500. Yeah. You don't need to know. Yeah. Also, Erios has a hotline. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. Continue to call and we will continue to play your voicemails. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. So let's get on to her YouTube, which is where she gained her following. She has 1.28 million subscribers. It's growing every day. She has tons of videos. She releases like one a week. 
This is her oh, bio. Wow. Um, it says, Teal Swan, international speaker and best-selling author, is a survivor of severe childhood abuse. Today, having integrated her own harrowing life experience, she inspires millions of people around the world towards truth, authenticity, freedom, and joy. Teal is ranked 19th on the Watkins Most Spiritually Influential Living People in 2019. Like, who knows what that is? That's like the restaurant across from me. This burger joint. It says like seventh. <laughs> We're the nineteenth best, best burger joint in LA. It says seventh <laughs> best re- seventh best restaurant in the world, according to Yelp. And I'm like, there's no reason you're the be- you're the seventh best. There's no way you're the seventh best restaurant in the world. <laughs> you're like some weird ass burger bar. Um, I think you can say anything. You can say we're the number one. No, we're the. Th- the 69th best podcast in America. Yes, why not? Uh, why not? By 420 Magazine. As a renowned author, speaker, and social media star, she travels the world teaching self-development and teaching people how to transform their emotional, mental, and physical pain. She has given herself the moniker, The Mirror. When you step in front of her, you see the truth of yourself and the truth of the universe. She's like Tom Cruise's character in Magnolia. Yeah, 100%. And she also... The motivational speaker. (laughs) It's so scary. And she also um, calls herself a celebrity all the time. You remember in the beginning, first episode of The Deep End... When she was going out to stage, yes. she's like, I don't want to get flanked because like, I'm not a normal celebrity. Like, I'm, the t- I'm the person people watch videos of at 3 a.m. when they're trying to kill themselves. Like, she thinks of herself as like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and she's told it's crazy for a spiritual guru to be totally driven by ego. Like, can yeah. you imagine the Dalai Lama saying that? Like, I don't want to be flanked by people. Like, I'm a celebrity. Yeah. And like when was it Sabrina again, who yeah. was like very suicidal and her first response to when like Sabrina was like, I'm going to kill myself. She's like, well, how's this going to look for us if she kills herself? And I'm like, that's what you're thinking of, not the well-being of yes. someone you're teaching. It was crazy. There's a really interesting part in the documentary where this guy is like, I'm concerned that there's no one you look up to or no one you learn from. Or there's no one who, like, checks you. And she's like, why are you so fucking concerned that I have a mentor? Like, I just have all the answers. Like, I haven't found anyone who knows more than me yet. So, like... She gets so defensive. Yeah, and she's like... She's like, if you were to round up all the fastest people in the world and you found the fastest one, would you say, like, you're not the fastest because there's no one faster than you? Like, no. Like, I am, like, factually, like, the most spiritual person on earth. So I don't need anyone more spiritual than me. And he's like, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, wrong, an- wrong answer. <laughs> like, the number one sign of someone who's spiritual is that they remain teachable and, like, see everyone else as a teacher. Yeah, they have, like, mentors and people who inspire them. And, like, she has no room that for That just seems growth. like a normal thing. Yeah, but what what Teal is most known for is her and what has become most controversial is her thoughts on suicide and her first client actually committed suicide and that her client Leslie and that has kind of been started this interest in Teal. She has a lot of quotes and videos on suicide that are problematic Here are some of the quotes. She says, what suicide is, is pushing the reset button. It's not good or bad decision in and of itself. It's not something that source either condones or condemns. You cannot say that suicide is wrong without also saying that death is wrong. Death is always a choice. You choose not to participate in the same way as you choose to participate in the first place because you are two points of perspective. What I mean by that is every single death on this earth could be seen as suicide because in order to die, your individual perspective has to align with your higher self perspective in order to die. Like what? Well, because she also believes in reincarnation. Right. Yeah. So she's like, you'll just be reborn. It's like, I believe in reincarnation too, but that doesn't mean you should just kill yourself. Like no. you're here, you're here for a purpose and to like live. And that, that discredits 
all the people around you who care about you. Right. Um, she also says, for the majority of people here on Earth, death is such a liberation that you would give it to yourself. If you were suffering, you would give it to yourself. You definitely would not use it for the punishment of people who commit the worst crimes on Earth. You perceive separation. Death, you can perceive no such thing as separation. Do you want to know what death is really like? She's talking to someone during this uh, quote. Tell me something you like the most. The guest, the guest describes things he likes. Teal responds by saying, to experience death is like all those things you like at once. And then you go past that layer of reality and you are in complete and utter peace. That's insane to say that, especially to people who are like very vulnerable and suicidal. They're like, oh, it's a relief. Yeah. And she continued. No, you can't say that. No. And there's a bunch of quotes like that um, where she basically tells people, um, she says, you have to commit to life or you don't. And that's a dangerous thing to say to someone who's suicidal, because in that moment, if you're in severe, severe depression, your choice is usually not to commit to life. And she has something called the completion process, which she wants to use for suicidal patients. She wants it to be used instead of the suicide hotline. And this is seen all throughout her documentary. It's an 18-step process. You can read about it on her website. We won't get into it in in its entirety. But she basically has people re-experience their most traumatic memories and relive them. Um, and what's crazy is that in the documentary, at least, people aren't reliving these experiences with her. They're usually reliving them with like other people who are on the retreats who right. are not versed in trauma or therapy yeah, she has or a team that she does like training and certification for but it's not any sort of professional yeah or they're just acting out trauma experiences with other people who are there and it's insane she also does what she calls channeling where if someone for example has an issue with their father who has passed oh right she will channel the she will say she she will channel the spirit of the dead father and communicate like a Ouija board. Yeah, like a Ouija board. She'll become possessed, uh, voluntarily possessed by that person and like communicate and then act out that conversation until uh, oh, the boy. trauma. Here's the problem with reliving <laughs> your most traumatic memories um, before you're ready. And a lot of these people are not ready. And that's why like that woman, Sabrina, is probably like, I feel worse after all of these retreats. Yeah. yeah, There's something, I've done a lot of therapy and I've worked with people who, who trauma-informed people and there's something called the window of tolerance. And trauma can like shrink your window of tolerance. Meaning if you've gone through extreme trauma, there's probably less situations that you feel comfortable in. So mm-hmm. you probably feel less comfortable in personal or romantic relationships. Maybe you suffer from you know, addiction or control issues or like agoraphobia or things like that. Mm -hmm. The goal of therapy is to expand your window of tolerance, but in a slow way. Um, So for example, like I was talking about some of this with someone this morning where it's like, for example, let's say you feel uncomfortable with doing tasks like it feels overwhelming for you mm-hmm. due to past trauma or past experiences. Your therapist might say, for this month, let's just focus on opening your mail with regularity and let's take baby steps. Yeah. So in order to expand your window of tolerance, basically what you do is take baby steps towards expanding it because you want to stay within that comfort zone. Um, and little by little expand it. You want to try to get out of that comfort zone, but not to when you get out of the window of tolerance. Um, so when you get out of that window of tolerance, that's when you get into like hypervigilance and fight or flight. Um, so that can be like hyperarousal, dysregulation um, for either, you know, you can get hysterical, you know, you can pass out, like, uh, you can go into severe depression or anxiety, you know, you might start like sweating or things like that. Like, for example, 
if you have severe anxiety and you might find that you get into like a really crowded place and you're like your heart starts beating and you get really uh, anxious and you start like sweating and you start getting really nervous, you've gone outside your window of tolerance. The problem with reliving these traumatic memories before you're ready is it can get you so outside your window of tolerance that it can cause like psychosis. Yeah, it can just be so overwhelming that you just shut down. Yeah, you just like emotionally, you can like break your brain if you do if you don't do it in baby steps. Yeah. Um, so Teal doesn't know these people who are coming to her for the completion process. Like she hasn't worked with them extensively. They're there for like two weeks or something. That's not enough to know how yeah, ready they are. Yeah, she doesn't work with them for years. Like therapists know you for like years. Yeah. So, I mean, essentially like the name of the documentary she's just throwing them into the deep end and being uh-huh, like yeah that's, that's <laughs> there you go for a documentary and being like hey like sink or swim you know and it's kind of like this suicidal choice of like you're either gonna like you have to choose to live or die and like yeah i understand that at some point you know you either have to like let go or be dragged but that's not everyone works at a different pace and psychologically like neurologically like that doesn't help you know like that it has to be like at a a slow place with a professional or that's why therapists go to school and college for four or five six years and get certifications and all of that stuff yeah she's also had uh she's also been fined for claiming to be a therapist before i found her oh really yeah i found her fine she was fined like 500 dollars or something for for doing the completion process with someone on youtube because i don't i don't really know why but anyways she also sells i mean stuff it gets a little freaky she sells meditations uh oracle cards e-classes Something her art. her art frequency paintings, which she says will heal you. I mean, all that. Remember stuff the guy is the weird. documentary? Yeah, he was like, yeah, I bought some frequency paintings. I stared at them, and they didn't do shit. Yeah, they did not do <laughs> shit to me. I know that this is a longer episode, but let's get down to the question of like, is she a cult? Because this is a she, they, she actually hires a private investigator to answer this question for her, right? And she does not get the answer. That I she love likes. that private investigator. It's this lady named Molly who's like yeah. in her sixties. She's so fun. She's, she's really funny. She like feeds frogs like worms, and I'm like, she's a spiritual guru. <laughs> like this is what a good yeah. person looks like. <laughs> so this private investigator that that she hires for herself to, she's trying to justify her reputation and say i know i actually am a good person this private investigator finds the exact opposite that teal probably is a cult yeah not with all of her followers but with her inner circle of these people who work Mm -hmm. for her yeah that contract yes so first of all the people who work for teal are not paid they only get room and board so they get to live with her uh and they get fed but they do not get a salary so right. that's illegal, first of all. That's a problem. Yeah, um, how do they pay for Yeah, it's things. Bizarre. <laughs> yeah. She also tattoos them, <laughs> which not forced tattoos, but a lot of them right. have teal tattoos that she has quote unquote recommended for them, which is reminiscent right. of the Nexium branding. Nexium. Yeah. Our favorite cult. Uh, <laughs> there's also a list of non-negotiables for the people who work for teal. They have to put teal above everyone else, their families. They're not allowed to have partners unless the partners also want to be part of teal's tribe and totally subscribe to peel teal's lifestyle they're not allowed to have children who live in the house with them even though she has a child that's what's so weird about it yeah they what they're not allowed to travel for leisure so they can only travel for work so essentially they can't travel to see their families or friends or i mean they're not allowed to take vacations or do anything for pleasure no they have to be on call 24 7 there's no off time what were some of the other non i mean it was just basically teal's number one and you have to follow all her rules and just be available for her they live in utah right yeah it's so funny because there's a lot of stuff i tried to look at and it's like this has been removed by 
I think she's really good at getting things removed that she doesn't want. Oh, I bet. Oh, so I'll I'll end with this. Someone DM'd me because I was like, Does, has anyone ever worked with Teal Swan or anything? This poor girl messaged me and said, hi, I have not attended a Teal Swan seminar, but feel very attached to that darkness. An ex-close friend of mine was obsessed with her and told me we should kill each other to quote unquote reset. It was my first introduction to Teal and it was very traumatizing. Also was realizing this close friend was not my friend. Crazy. Um, she said this girl was very vulnerable at the time. And I remember thinking Teal is targeting people exactly like my ex friend. Yeah, that's scary. I mean, that's also part of it is Teal's a product of good SEO. Right. If you look up depression, suicide, anxiety on YouTube or whatever, like a teal swan will pop up. Um, That's crazy. If you if you Google, if you YouTube sad music, teal swan will eventually pop up. So you're going to be exposed to her stuff, whether you like it or not. Anyways, uh, that's teal swan for you. Hopefully she won't come and get us. Oh, she us. posted a, an Instagram yes. about the editing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So she says it's a bad edit. She says that it was all spliced together um, and that they took things from different times. Um, you have to have watched the documentary to understand what she is saying. Um, right. So what we will say is that we suggest everyone watch the documentary on Hulu, the freeform it's documentary. Four episodes. It's really good. It's like a one-hour drama. It's like there's oh. twists and turns. It's amazing. And then head to Teal's Instagram and watch <laughs> her thoughts on episode number four. Uh. And call into us and tell us what you think. What I've heard is that. It is ethical to splice things together in a documentary. Sure. I'm sure she signed a contract giving the creators creative freedom to do. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't have agreed to do the documentary. That's yes. That's how it works. I don't want to give too much away without for people who haven't watched it. There's one part that someone said like that part was a little bit iffy in terms of time editing. Otherwise, they were like, that's her personality. Like, you can't take away words that people like you can't edit words that people say like those are the actual literal things that she said. Like, right. she's a bully. Like, she seems like a really mean bully. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's one part where she basically like has everyone come around in a circle and is like, tell everyone say what they think is wrong about this girl who also works. With oh, them. yeah, that was crazy. And this girl seems like like the nicest, quietest girl of all time. Like, I. You got to watch the doc and then maybe after you guys all watch the doc, we'll do like a, a live Q&A or something, a live streaming <laughs> Q&A about it. Um, anyways, if you guys have ever gone to it. Oh, she has a seminar coming up in L.A. Unfortunately, I'm out of town. Yeah. Next week ish. Yeah. In a couple of weeks. Yeah. I wish I could go. Um, you could pay ninety nine dollars to go or you could pay fifteen hundred dollars to sit in the front row. Insane. It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, all right, guys. Well, if you've ever been to a seminar, if you are a fan of hers, we'd also I mean, we want to hear from people sure. who like her as well, or if she's ruined your life. Like her. Yeah, please let us know. Melissa, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. All right. Uh, I'm Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stetton. That's all folks. Bye. Bye. Original. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along. And changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.